welcome to episode 44 of Nerd of Paradise. We're back and we're rising from the ashes, uh, getting settled after a huge cross-country move, and I finally feel like I'm getting a little settled in at my new residence in the greater Atlanta, Georgia area, so I was thrilled to be able to attend my very first Dragon Con. So this episode is all about my premier Dragon Con experience. It was a lot of fun. So this is Dragon Con's description. It's the largest multimedia popular culture convention focusing on science fiction and fantasy, gaming, comics, literature, art, music, and film in the universe. So it's a five-day convention, which I think might be the longest convention I've ever been to. And it was crazy because, you know, Instead of just taking place in one centralized convention center or, or the like, this actually was like five main hotels in downtown Atlanta. So you'd get your steps in, let me tell you. <laughs> and then in addition to that, there's a couple other buildings too, like with um, the vendor hall and gaming and etc. So it is a lot of walking, a lot of crazy, what am I going to do next? And there's also a parade, which was super awesome. And if you're anywhere near Atlanta or just have Dragon Con on your bucket list, your geek bucket list, I definitely recommend coming at least on the Saturday for the parade because that's free to the public as well. But I mean, if you're all, if you're coming for that, just get the five-day pass and come for the whole thing. But the parade was amazing. It just had fandom after fandom, like the geekiest, most awesome parade that you can imagine. Uh, check out the social medias if you want to see some clips from that. But yeah, it was pretty amazing. So of course, there were some pretty cool headlining guests. I didn't get to go to a lot of panels just because I was a little overwhelmed with what I was doing and, and just kind of wandering around and checking things out. I think for next year, because I already have my pass for next year, I think I might try to get to more of the actual panels now that I'll know more what's going on. There's always a good mix of, you know, celebrities, artists, whatever you can name. And thankfully I was able to get a few interviews in while I was there and wandering around and all the craziness. So without further ado, let's get to the interviews. We're here with Dino. How do you say your name? Andrade. Andrade. How's it going? How's your good. Dragon Con going? Good, good, awesome. good, good. Been enjoying myself. Cool. So I'm looking at your poster. It looks like you have some very interesting IPs that you've done. I do a lot. Yeah. Um, Speedy Gonzalez, Rice Krispies, <laughs> yep. Star Trek even. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Scarecrow from Arkham Asylum. Uh, oh, wow. Recently, uh, a bunch of deadites from Evil Dead the game. Uh, okay. Zombies in Fortnite. That's so cool. For the World of Warcraft fans. Uh, Mechatork, Mimiron, Professor Putricide. Uh, wow. I worked on Helsing, Call of Duty. I've, I've, I've done a lot. How did you get your start with voice acting? Uh... I started doing uh, post-production audio back in the mid-80s, and uh, some voices were needed for the movie House, the 1985 horror film, oh, wow. and so I voiced these little critters in the movie, <laughs> uh, and I've been in voiceover ever since. Wow, 
That's awesome. So that's how that all started. That's cool. What's your favorite character to do? My favorite character? Well, it's kind of a toss-up between <laughs> the Scarecrow from uh-huh. Arkham Asylum and Speedy Gonzalez, which I did for the new Looney Tunes. <laughs> nice. Can you do the Rice Krispies one, too? Snap, Tackle Pop, Rice Krispies. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, just one more question. Like, what was it like working through the pandemic? Uh, it was very busy for me because yeah. I have a, uh, a home studio. And animation was one of those things they realized we can do from home. And unlike a, a number of voice actors who had to figure out how to gear up and, and, and do it, I was already set up. I already had a home studio. Because, awesome. again, I've been in the business since yeah. 1985, and I've, over years, built, built up. So when the agents put the word out asking who is capable of recording professional audio from home, I was set up. Nice. And my son is voice actor Connor Andrade. He's the oh, star nice. of We Baby Bears. He's Grizz on that. Awesome. And, and uh, oh yeah, and so we we were working uh, uh, we were working the the entire the, the entire time we never stopped. Wow, that's awesome. That's cool. Where can people go to find out more about you? Uh, DinoAndrade.com. Look at Dino Andrade on Facebook. Uh, look me up on Instagram. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Thanks for chatting. You bet. It's our old pal Garrett Wong. If it clears up, I'm gonna let's say hi to him and see if he remembers us. Hi. How's it going? Good. Hello from Nerd of Paradise. Yeah. Hello. It's, oh, Nerd of Paradise. Yes. Okay. Talked to you a few years ago. Yeah. Um, How's it going? Just wanted to say hi. Hope hello. Hello. Going. Very well. Um, so I want a Janeway mug. You want a Janeway mug? Yeah. Okay. So it's thirty dollars for the Janeway mug. Cash or a charge? Oh. What do you have? You have cash? You do have cash. Perfect. There you go. Right. Mug. Dollar sign. Awesome. And grab either, either one. We brought four, so you can take one of the two. Very cool. Yay. Thank now you can be just like Janeway, drinking your coffee, so you'll be good. Coffee black. Coffee black. Yes. You know it. Thank you so Have much. Have a good time. Yep. See you later. Bye. Hello, Nick Cage crew. How's it going? Good. How about you? Good. Would you guys like to say hi to my podcast? Yeah. Nerd of Paradise. Hi. Um, what's the appeal of Nick Cage, would you guys say? Well, he's a what national is? treasure, so... <laughs> true, true. Yeah, he's uh, he's always interesting. He's, he's just a fascinating uh, cultural figure all around, right? He's been awesome. in 130 movies or something like that, and maybe given his top efforts at 10 of them, and those 10 <laughs> are just the best. They're well, fantastic. Kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys pick the faces, which Nick Cage you were going to be? Uh, we all just kind of picked one that, like, you know, uh, kind of spoke to us. Nice. Uh, there's so many different characters Nick Cage has that, you know, anybody's personality can fit a Nick Cage character. Very cool. Maybe next year we'll just do uh, straight to video and VOD characters only. There you go. Nice. How was the parade for y'all? It's great. It's good. It's really fun, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Nice. Cool. Do you guys have, like, a Facebook group or web page yeah, we or anything? Yeah, we actually do. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Cool. So, yeah, probably just go do a search for yeah, the just yeah. Cage, Cage, Cage Crew. Nice. Look on Facebook, DragonCon Cage Crew. Sweet. All right. Have a good rest of your con. Yeah. Thank you, too. Another photo, another photo. Wow. 
Can I ask you some questions about yeah. the Marriott carpet pattern? Sure. I'm doing a podcast about it. Okay. Um, I'm a newbie here. Okay. So I just recently learned about the whole cult yeah. of the carpet. Um, can you tell me what you know about it? Yeah. So, uh, well, I've been coming since 2002. Okay. So that was even pre this carpet oh, being wow. a thing here. There used to be another one. Uh-huh. So. Um, but yeah, it really just kind of like took off uh, after they got rid of it. I do own a piece of it at my house. Oh, wow. A lot of long timers who have been here kind of like bought up some of the pieces when everybody like dumpster dived that lived wow. down here and scavenged them. That sounds like madness. Yeah, I mean, everybody. I love it though. I mean, this is such a, like this, they always say like welcome home here because this yeah. is such like a thing, a mecca for all these geeks really? every year. So it's like a yeah. big important part like of our culture icon. yeah it's an iconic yeah. thing for I'm sure so surprised that, like i had never heard of this. yeah and i think there's a lot of people who don't even know who really started this but it was a uh, guy vulpin prop okay uh who made some uh camouflage outfits so oh, the carpet yeah, when it was still here yeah. and uh, that kind of spurred the whole thing so i just want to give up props to him for for starting this whole thing that took off. So, like, uh, since this is an audio podcast, how would you describe the Marriott carpet? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, It's kind of like the 80s and 90s had a baby with, like, um, cubism. (laughs) If that makes sense. As an art form. Very cool. Love the E.P. and Elliot Kinnup. Thank you. Have a good time. Yeah. Have a good time. You want to talk to me or you want to talk to me? Oh. Okay. Either or. All right. All right. So what's your name? My name's Steve Troop, okay. and this is I am the, I am Eddie the therapy doll. Okay. Yes. I don't know if his mic will pick up because he has no voice there. <laughs> so since this is audio, I'll have to, or can you kind of describe what your well, I, he, he looks uh, very much like the dog from Frasier. Uh, he's a Jack Russell Terrier. Um, his name is Eddie, just like Eddie on the Frasier. And he has a $21 vest he's very proud of uh, because it makes it gives him all the knowledge he needs to be a therapist uh, as a therapy dog, yes. Yes, I'm a therapy dog. $21 will get you exactly what you need to become a therapist, a licensed therapist. It's, um, yes, hello. Are we video? Yes. Right. Oh, hello. Hello. How are you? I thought I was freezing. I was freezing for the camera, you see. <laughs> so what does your podcast do? So my podcast is called Nerd of Paradise. Oh, I don't know any nerds or paradise myself. <laughs> so it's just random. Nice. Dirty topics every time. This guy over here really likes Star Trek and Gilligan's Island. So oh, he does, yeah. Perfect. Mm. Um, yes, my first Dragon Con, so... I'm sure it won't be your last because oh, it's, yeah. it's very addictive, this stuff. This yes. stuff. Dragon Con. So back to you, Steve. Yes, yes. Uh, how did you get... How did you get into puppetry? Well, I was a cartoonist for a long time. I did a long... Uh, a, a, webcomic called Melon Pool for years and years and years, did it for about 10 or 12 years, and I built puppets of my characters, and after a while I realized I like doing puppets better than I like doing comics, so I started doing that, and then I've worked professionally as a puppet designer for the last 15 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've done things like the Nike um, MV Puppets program and uh, episode of Glee, and uh, as a designer and as a builder. That's so, really cool. Yeah. 
Well, a lot of it is, I always say the puppet anatomy is the arm, and so like you know that the, the neck is going to be at the wrist, and the mouth is going to be at the uh, at the fingers, you know, where the, 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 the uh, hinge of the finger is, and the butt is basically going to be at your elbow, so that way you have all the motion that your arm can give, gives it a personality of that. So uh, I do that, and then as a, because I came up through cartooning, I really use almost like the animation standard of doing circles and basic shapes okay. to build out characters that eventually become more complicated. Like what kind of supplies do you use? I use foam, uh, foam rubber, usually like a half an inch, half inch of foam rubber, and fur or fleece or, um, you know, um, really, I never use, I always say that um, I could have worked at uh, Home Depot, however, I don't know what anything's actually used for because yeah. I'm always using it for some weird way. Or, right. Yeah. That's cool. So like, like um, these are uh, welding rods, which is the rods on here. Oh, okay. Yes, and you got to be creative because yeah. there really is no. I mean, there are puppet stores now, but they're yeah. really. When I first started, there were no puppet wow. stores. So yeah. yeah. So who are some of your some of the puppetry legends that you look up to? Well, uh, I really love Mystery Science Theater's puppets. Uh, but those that was kind of my entry point because I didn't know how to sew, yeah. and but I did know how to go to thrift stores and find garbage and right. make puppets out of it. So That's I uh, did that, um, and I've, I've always been really. Um, let me think of the. Uh, I love the show Mongrels, which is on BBC, um, or used to be on BBC, but it has a style very reminiscent of what I do with, with right. Eddie and stuff. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so I've been hearing about the. Center for Puppetry Arts. Yes. Um, I'm new in town also, so would you recommend going there? I went there for the first time a couple days uh, okay. a couple days ago, and yes, it's very worth going, going there. I, know. I, I might have to do like a whole episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the people there are very uh, know have know a lot of things about the different puppets, and so and they're very um, happy to talk to people and share their knowledge with them. So yes. Cool. Um, where can people go to find out more about you? More about well, I. I I have a website I'm kind of putting together called okay. Puppet Troop. So it's P-U-P-P-E-T-T-R-O-O-P.com. Okay. And uh, it's now forwarding to my old website, but it'll eventually go to a new one. Okay. So, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for chatting. Oh, it's great talking. And great talking to you as well. What's your name? My name is Kate. Kate. Very nice. And, and your pu- podcast is called what? Nerd of Paradise. Nerd of Paradise. There, there you go. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Hello. Can I ask you about your carpet? Sure. Um, so I'm a newbie here at Dragon Con, and I'm just learning about the cult of the Marriott carpet. Yeah. Tell but me a little bit about um, when you became a member of the cult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably a year or two after it really began. Um, my little brother got me a piece of the carpet for my uh, for wow. That's Christmas. the first actual carpet I've seen. It's surprisingly <laughs> hard to find and it's very it's to it be very expensive. Yeah. Surprisingly very expensive for a piece of carpet. That's crazy. <laughs> so where was it at? Like which level was it on? It was all over the place. It was like so like yeah. it would have been here. Anywhere you see the brown streets just about there was a carpet there, yeah. Whoa, that's crazy. There was a lot of it when they threw it out, huh? There was a lot of it, yeah. Wow. You see a lot of it going up on eBay and everywhere. If you get a perfect yeah. circle of it, it's yeah, it's expensive. Like gold. It's several hundred dollars. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, there's still a piece of it upstairs uh, behind the concierge desk. What? 
Sometimes you can ask them and they'll let you go take a look oh at it. Oh my gosh, I need, I'm on a new quest now. Yeah. The concrete one, which level? Uh, the lobby, the lobby level. I think so. I think, oh I think so. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there are pictures of it. People post every so often. You'll okay. See, you'll see it there. I'll have to check. I think yeah. one of the very first cosplays was the toy soldiers. Yeah. Oh, yes, I've been hearing it. a lot about them. <laughs> yeah. We, we marched with them in the parade one year, the, the, the carpet. Wow, thing. that's and cool. They're really nice. Eternal Van, if you can find her, she's the the person kind of organizing oh, okay. everything. Yeah, that would be awesome. She's sort of a staple at, at, at Dragon Con, for sure. Nice. So, I've been asking people, um, how would you describe the pattern? Concentric circles? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it is the most hideous carpet ever. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but... It's, it's hideousness that makes it iconic. Yeah, iconic is yeah. for sure. <laughs> it's not just the Marriott carpet. It's, it is a part of Dragon Con. Yeah, and for it, sure. it organically grew from the love of the, the, <laughs> so uh, people's fear of change <laughs> in yeah. some way. That's amazing. And uh, yeah, it's just it's an iconic part of Dragon Con. So what year did they actually change it? 2015, I believe. Okay. So it's been a couple of years, and it's, it's stuck around ever since then. Yeah. And you see people putting on in everything now. You see I know. Like oven mitts and aprons and the T-Rexes. Yeah, the T-Rexes. <laughs> I like it when it it's part of a costume or something that's not just like a marketing ploy or yeah. oh we're slapping the carpet on something come by yeah. it. it's like it's something fun yeah and I've seen it like some really creative uses of it so it's been interesting so I thought that would be a fun thing to do my first year here is like whenever I see it go up to someone and ask them about it and it's an inside joke if you know you know right because like I had never been here before mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's like I'm on the internet all the time I must have seen it but I, I didn't connect the dots yeah but now that I'm here, I'm like, okay. And the moment we had to start wearing masks, as one of the first masks I, know, I got right? was, was the carpet. That was the first sighting I saw was actually when I was in line for registration on Thursday. And someone someone was telling me all the ropes of Dragon Con, and they're like, oh, do you see that mask that girl's wearing? That's the Marriott carpet. And like, it's just, it's, oh. yeah, it's fun. It's, it's, I, I don't mind the cult of Joe, the, the, the John. Yeah. That's graffiti to a degree yeah but people have made it something and more power to them that's awesome this just kind of came from the love of a hideous carpet (laughs) okay so I gotta ask you guys about your costumes too your Cards Against Humanity costumes um how'd you come up with that idea so I had the idea we played I, I haven't played the game a lot recently but I love Cards Against Humanity it's a fun game and just trying to think of something different. Yeah. You don't see a lot of card game, board game cosplay. And I kind of had the idea of like taking the cards and like put, maybe put like my head around it, like in a hole in the card. Yeah. Putting it through it. And I talked to my wife about it. And I was like, no. <laughs> she had a better idea. Yeah. That's everything. She, she makes everything better. That's like if it's around your head, you won't be able to turn. Yeah. Right. And uh, just the whole tunic kind of came out of, well... I want to have some kind of, maybe Outfit. an armor. The first idea was an armor of it. And yeah. Like, that would be way too much work. So I just created tentacles. Yeah. And it, it works. It's all, nice. um, the belt came later. Is it interactive? Like, you can play with people? Like Some people will come up and look at the black card. And I'll go, sometimes I'll go with that if she's, like, resting in the room. I'll put yeah. on the black card, and people will come up and okay. try to pick random things. That's funny. So what I'm cosplaying as, and so far my favorite answer for I'm cosplaying as Blake at Dragon Con has been... Poor life choices. <laughs> nice. 
Yeah. Epic. People will pick random cards and say, that's it. So and funny. suddenly I'm uh, nachos for the whole table. There you go. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you so much for chatting, you guys. Can I take a quick picture? Absolutely. The Dome of Destiny. Yeah, so right now I have the timer going, but this will tell you your future. Oh. So if you have a yes or no question, you can ask it. I'll give you a yes or no answer with the green or red LEDs. Uh, okay. Um, there is an electronic dice set that will randomize what? the rolls. And then you have the roulette wheel that spins. Oh, wow. And then if you have, like, any, like, really pressing yes or no questions, <laughs> you can ask it a question, and it'll give you a magic eight-ball response. Oh, wow. It says, yes, but be careful if you want a smooth ride. <laughs> but it has uh, 500 custom responses, and Whoa. all of it is remote-controlled. Crazy. But That's pretty awesome. I made this when I was, like, 16. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's neat. Hey, Hannah, do you want to put the Tiara on the emergency Tiara? I'm having a crisis. So, like, what is the I'm emergency Tiara? So, at a moment when life is just too much, like it's pressing, <laughs> you get the Tiara and it takes away all your problems. Love and it. then you have magic potions for, like, any cases where that's, like, extremely, extremely necessary, but, like, don't use them because they don't come off. <laughs> Good to know. It's very fun. Yeah, we made all of this, actually. What is this next panel called? This is making stuff on YouTube. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah, swag. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's, it's it's me and my dad. Hi, dad. <laughs> if you if you want to stick around, we're gonna talk about all of this. Yeah. You, but it's a lot of totally. Fun. <laughs> yes, I'm in. <laughs> I'm a DragonCon noob this year, <laughs> so I'm just learning about the Marriott carpet, so I noticed your lanyard. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, somebody on Etsy made this. Uh, oh, nice. The, the, the Marriott used to have this carpet pattern. <laughs> it, that just What really took it off was uh, uh, several years back, like around 2014, uh, the Vulpin Props. Some guys named Vulpin Props uh, recreated the, the carpet pattern, made their own fabric uh, made their own fabric for it, yeah. and made <laughs> camouflage costumes of, like, green army men. That's so and funny. it just people went batshit yeah. uh, and then started trying to recreate it and there were some p threats of a lawsuit back and forth because the carpet company was like uh, wait a second you know you don't own that pattern yeah uh, I mean and there have been car there have been cults of weird things yeah. at DragonCon for years uh, but that and trashy all sort of happened in the same yeah. year and it just it took on a life of its own probably because of the threats of lawsuits and stuff like that and then the Marriott replaced the carpet yeah. and everybody's like but we miss it and love it so and do you own a piece of the carpet uh, yeah Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to someone else who did too. Oh yeah. How would you describe the pattern? Well, it's, well, it's a ge you know geometric uh, you know color pattern with, with with you know spokes and wheels and um, you know it's the Marriott carpet. I mean yeah. you know it's it's its own thing. It you know? is. It's taking on a life of its own. <laughs> All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Just a little taste of the awesome craziness in the best way possible that Dragon Con is. And like I said, I am already planning to go for next year, so it should be fun. So stay tuned for that. And as far as Nerd of Paradise, stay tuned too, because now that I'm in a new area, I'm hoping to broaden my horizons and explore more geeky things. So stay tuned to that. Make sure you're following on social media. Twitter is N of Peapod. Facebook, I believe you should just be able to look up Nerd of Paradise. And on Instagram, Nerd of Paradise with the underscores between the words. So I hope you all enjoyed this special 
Nerd of Paradise at DragonCon Edition. Stay tuned for more nerdy content and stay nerdy, everyone.